0: Hello fellow travelers, and welcome to Fellowship of the Drinks, a D&D Play podcast brought to you by Little Littlefella Media. In this episode zero, what we wanted to do is communicate with the audience and insert a little bit of a backstory for you all to understand us and hopefully, hopefully, mind you, help you be more immersed into the story. So real quick, I'm going to share with you how this podcast and game got started and what you can expect. If some of you don't already know, Littlefellow Media is a small production house in Southern California who specialize in live and studio sessions for artists and bands worldwide. If you would like to see some of our content, please go to our website at littlefellowmedia.com or look us up on YouTube. So during one of our sessions, we were recording a band out of North Carolina called The Collection. And during some downtime of recording, I was talking with the bass player, Hayden Cook. Side note, if you do not or have not heard of the collection, stop what you're doing right now and look them up on your Spotify. You won't regret it. Sorry. So I was talking to Hayden about podcasts and how I wanted to broaden my taste when it comes to them. After asking me what I like to hear, he recommended one of the greatest shows I have ever listened to, The Adventures This is another D&D play podcast of three brothers and their father playing through a game and having adventures together. So after listening through the Adventure Zone, I was inspired. Not to create a podcast, but simply just to play Dungeons & Dragons. I mean, if you had a childhood such as mine, you knew this was from the devil. So, big no-no. But now I was very intrigued. And after finding some friends who were playing Pathfinder, another tabletop RPG um, that is kind of a distant relative uh, of Dungeons & Dragons. A lot of you probably have played it. Um, I was hooked. Hook, line, and sinker. I loved it. So, fast forward a couple months, and I wanted to give a shot at DMing my own story. I brought together the fellas from Little Littlefella Media and said, let's give this a shot. Come on, guys. So, real quick, let me tell you, this is not episode one. Our first episode, episode one, is not our first session together. Two months before we started recording, we went through the beginner Pathfinder mission known as Black Fang's Dungeon. We did this just to have fun, have a couple drinks, okay, really a lot of drinks, uh, and just be kids again. So episode one is the start of the journey of us wanting to continue playing the game together. So again, let me give you some preemptive production and story notes. The equipment that we used in the beginning to record was not that great. It was the beginning equipment we had in building a studio for Little Fellow Media. Plus, we knew how to record video and audio with bands and artists. But as far as podcasts and audio dramatization this is our first shot at it and you know rome wasn't built in a day (laughs) and honestly we didn't decide to create the podcast until we recorded i think like episode five i think So please bear with us as we're trying to figure out. This is our very first audio dramatization slash play podcast. And if any of you have tried to do this before, it is a big task because people are looking across the table or turning to the right or to the left and you can hear sometimes what they're saying, what they're not. So we had to try and balance levels. People are talking plus add special effects and sound effects and music um, to the show to make it more enjoyable for you. So we're figuring all that out as we went along. Um, I do want to let you all know, we have recorded up to episode 18. We have not released them, and we're really excited for you all to hear this. So, as far as the story goes, um, this message is to all you purists out there. I'm not the type of DM who gets hung up on the minuscule rules. We set out from the very beginning that we did not want the story to be held ransom by the rules no what we wanted to do is let the players have their imagination like hey i want to jump off this i want to do this i want to do these crazy things and some of you might say well you know in the rules it allows that yeah but i do more of like logic based ruling so if someone's climbing up a rope and someone's pulling on the rope trying to pull them over a ledge one will roll a strength check One will roll an athletics check, and based off the two combined together, I'll put a DC check in my brain and have it go through whether I deem it necessary or not. Uh, Again, I don't want the story to lag or to be held ransom to the rules. Now... In order for a good story to be, there has to be a sense of danger. So, yes, these guys do get hurt. Yes, they make mistakes, and I make them pay for it. Now, we wanted the story to flow and not feel so constrained. So, I'm a very malleable uh, DM as far as what the story needs to be. So, again, for all you peers out there, I hope you do listen to the show but I can't guarantee you that you will like it. But hopefully you will because it literally is just five grown ass men trying to play Dungeons and Dragons and figuring it out as we go. As far as story is concerned, this is something of a hybrid. So I was recommended to do Storm King's Thunder by my personal DM, Johnny Morales. And after reading the story, I very much enjoyed it. But I wanted also for my players to feel something of a continuation of their first session so you will probably hear me reference you know the last time that we got together the last time on episode one It's because i wanted it to be like i said a continuation so no spoilers but they had pre-generated characters for them to understand and learn a little bit about the game the first time we got together i made it that this story is a thousand years later and they are the heirs of those heroes so it is a continuation of that first story but we also wanted to make a story that people didn't have to be there that first night if you are someone who has played black fangs dungeon you will hear references to the dungeon in some areas and maybe it'll be familiar to you and that's what we kind of wanted a story that was started and and a, a beginner story within the the Pathfinder universe that people understand. Now it's a little bit sacrilegious that we started out with Pathfinder but then switched over to D&D uh, mostly for the D&D Beyond interface. So again this story is a hybrid of my own homebrew along with Storm King's Thunder. So if you have played Storm King's Thunder, please listen through because there's some really big changes that I have made, hopefully some cool changes that you would like. Uh, At the end of the day, I love hearing great stories and so I wanted to tell a great story and oh on a side note the players have no idea they have no idea the things i have in stored for them they could very well die a lot of people think that since this is a play podcast you know behind the scenes i'm telling them what to do or i'm having them do certain things i'm not i have to make up things on the fly because how crazy these guys are they're seriously the Guardians of the Galaxy for Dungeons and Dragons they're the craziest bunch ever and I enjoy playing with them and DMing for them Um, so again please be gracious to us this is our first time really getting into a, a campaign and playing for them and DMing for me but we hope you like it. We hope you have fun. And that is our heart and our intent. Please, if you have any suggestions, go on to our Facebook and our Instagram that we are creating for this show. Um, lastly, special shout out to the people who inspired this show to happen, who have helped out in creating this show. All the guys at Littlefellow Media. Hayden Cook for telling us about the Adventure Zone. The McElroy family for inspiring us to make this show, Um, Jonathan Estes for allowing us to borrow Black Things Dungeon, the starter kit for Pathfinder. Without that, we wouldn't have been able to start this whole shebang bang. So thank you, John, And Johnny Morales and the Dragon Force, who have personally helped me with developing the story and making it more tight for our player base. So without further ado, here is a little sneak peek at episode one of Fellowship of the Drinks. Our story begins, like many stories, on a star-filled sky in a realm long forgotten. The brightness and radiance of these stars is simply majestic, as if the stars themselves chose this night to shine with such brilliance and clarity, that travelers from the northern ray glaciers to the southern lonely moors look up and think for a moment, tonight, tonight is special, but what? What is this feeling in the night sky? A feeling as though all the world is holding its breath in anticipation of something coming which would influence the lands for many ages to come. The moon above is beaming its silver light, which washes over the mountains, woods, rivers, and lakes. Its gentle glow provides a serenity that can be felt in creatures both large and small. From high in the sky, we hover over an ocean which depicts the same scene as the night sky above. The roaring waves of the Sword Coast can be heard crashing against the sands as they have since the foundations of the world. As we move through the crisp night air, you can hear the common sounds of cities, towns, and villages. The jovial sounds of halfling bards plucking away on their instruments and dwarves clanging their pints of ale through the streets of Neverwinter. Moving through this night sky you see many farms and luscious meadows through the moonlight. And it's quiet. But not an eerie sort of quiet. But a bittersweet peaceful one. A quiet which you sense will be the last for some time to come. But for now bask in the quiet night. The silence is briefly interrupted by the distant sound of thunder, very curious since there is not a cloud in sight. As you look towards the north, you see a very faint light flashing in the mountains. In the distance, humans can be heard talking about a recent bounty they had captured around a campfire on the road to Ulevin. Further south over the forests, you hear elves running through the trees of the south wood and the snapping of branches as their feet leave each one behind. Finally, we descend upon a great festival, which is underway. The festival is being held in an open field at the foot of the Great Peak Mountain and the Forgotten Forest. The mountain rises in front of you as a wall of sheer granite rock, which appears to ascend to the very heavens. In attendance of the festival are individuals of all walks of life gathered in celebration. Women wear crowns of flowers in their braided hair, freshly picked from the field. Children giggle and laugh with delight as they dance around the maypole, spinning round and around. Young men and women shyly steal glances of one another, hoping to be asked for the next dance fathers gather together and watch fondly while their children play and then return to swapping stories of battle over goblets of ale. An old man with dimming eyes looks wistfully towards the sky, draws a deep breath and sighs. Is tonight the night? Oh, how my weak bones have longed for the day. The seeds of this festival were sown a thousand years ago. In those days, this region was plagued with fear and death by a cruel and wicked dragon named Black Fang. Here at the foot of the mountain was the entrance to his lair. However, as the centuries passed by, the entrance to the cave has been shut by two massive slabs of white stone, standing and sealed with a barrier of powerful magic. Outside the entrance, there are four statues towering 30 feet high from the granite of the mountain. The statues are so ancient and majestic, they look like they were grown from the mountain itself and stand watch in eternal vigilance. Each statue bears the image of one of the four heroes who rose up in times of old to slay the old dragon. The woman elf rogue, Murisil; The male human wizard, Ezrin. The female human cleric, Kyra and the male fighter, Valeris. A thousand years have passed since the heroes defeated Black Fang. Legend speaks fondly of the heroes over the centuries. This very celebration is in honor of the thousandth year since the heroes' victory. With the passing of centuries, the true account of the great and many deeds of these heroes were lost to time and fell into myth. But legend has it that one day, righteous heroes will be able to enter the cave, that the descendants of these heroes will rise up to carry the torch and be the next heroes of this land. Near the entrance of the cave, a grandfather has just shared with his granddaughter the story of the great heroes, just as his grandfather passed it to him. The old man then says, You see, my dear girl, even as the world around grows darker, we must never give up hope. In our time of need, these heroes will rise up to be our guardians. Do you know something else? The descendants of these great heroes live among us still. Look. Here are two of them now. Well, we hope you enjoyed the sneak peek of Fellowship of the Drinks. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to Fellowship of the Drinks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your Dungeon Master, Daniel Murray, and roll for initiative.